Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team the Phillies are six and six after the first 12 games and look the Mets the Braves they're pretty damn good so to be at 500 might not be ideal for some but for me I think it's a plus because we saw some very good and high of highs we've already seen the low of lows where can we go I don't know because there's 150 more games So let's talk about it with Brad Miller, infielder, outfielder, pinch hitter, arborist of your Philadelphia Phillies. Right here on Pine Tar for Breakfast. In the air to left field. What up, and welcome to another episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast. I am your host, Kevin Franzen, at Kevin Franzen on Twitter, and it's been a very eventful 12 days. Actually, well, we're coming up on uh, 15 days of this 12-game so far season. And 6-6 six and six isn't ideal, you know, for some. I, I think there's high expectations here, especially after the first three-game sweep of the season against the Braves, and... You go up against the Braves, the Mets, the Braves, the Mets. Uh, it's time to see some new folks. That's why we're going to see the Cardinals today, which is going to be fantastic for the first time in over 570 days. Uh, the Phillies are going to be playing someone outside of the East, and that to me is going to be special. Well, infielder, outfielder, pinch hitter, uh, lovable man in the clubhouse, the arborist of the team, Brad Miller. Mills? Team arborist. I like that. You know, I just thought, I mean, it's it's a truth. It's it. There is a there's factual evidence involved in that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, whatever we got to do. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not afraid to to mix things up and um, and find a way. Uh, all right. So when you when you uh, Brad Miller mix things up in the clubhouse, like who's your favorite target? Is there like a favorite target of yours, or is, is anyone anyone ball game for you? <laughs> I think everybody's ballgame. I think whoever needs it, you know, I think um, obviously being in a, on a team in a clubhouse, there's a lot of different personalities and, <laughs> and, and the season's long. So, I mean, shoot, you got four guys that are, you know, hitting the cover off the ball and are, are kind of in a good stretch. Then there's always another four that, you know, could, could use a little, a little something, you know, a hit to fall here or, 
um, you know, a little, a little luck to go their way. So I think it just, you know, we all go through it. And sometimes it's me. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I got no clue. I need some help. You know, like <laughs> I, I need, I need some, you know, my teammates to, to let me know they, they still care about me, even though I'm, you know, feel like I'm the worst player on the planet. So, so it's good. But there's got to be the one guy, though, that you've had in your career, either that has given it out and, and has dished it out yep. and who can receive it as well, because I think there, there's twofold, right, the guys that, that, that can't take it at uh-huh. all. Uh, is there one that you take uh, or a lasting memory of? Is there somebody that you, you're like, dude, that's the best ass talker I've ever seen in my life? Shoot, I, I know a guy, uh, like when I first got called up, um, and he was a huge, huge help to me. And like you said, like, he definitely dished it out. And he's got this, like, you know, this uh, little dry delivery and he's tough, but definitely can take it. I mean, he, he, you know, it didn't matter. He was just kind of kind of doing it for fun as a great temperament is Kyle Seeger in Seattle. Ooh. He, um, oh, yeah, always, always had something smart to say, kind of was on you. But, but, like, I mean, this guy was so helpful and, and you know, it was, uh, he, he's got a great, great little game for sure um and obviously he's he's still kicking out there in seattle and you know batting three hole for them so uh, yeah what a yeah, hell of Kyle a career huh? oh he's awesome and he's just like so so <laughs> polite and nice in this but like he's got like such a fire and a, and a hunger um it was it was really fun to to get to play there and honestly like as a young player huge huge uh influence and huge help when you look at this, I mean, there there are some young guys here and, and everything, but, you know, from a couple of years ago when you were here to now, is it a little easier coming into a clubhouse? I mean, you've experienced multiple clubhouses before, but is it easier to come back into a clubhouse and knowing kind of like the lay of the land and, and, and a lot of the guys on the team that you're able to just, you know, kind of kind of jab at and have some fun, even though there's new ones? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, I think that's always kind of the little, you know, I find it fun, you know, going into a fresh place and, you know, it's just kind of what happens to us, right? We yeah. get traded or somewhere new and you know, I always embrace that, but but you're right. It is, it is memories, you know, with these guys and, you know, a good chunk of them. So I still get to, to me, there are a lot of new faces, so still get to, you know, get to know people and see what makes them tick and, and get to learn about them. But, uh, but, yeah, it is nice kind of going back somewhere. You know, I really um, – this is my first time doing that. You know, my first time actually, you know, playing with the team for the second time. So it's been uh, it's been really cool. It's awesome because you've had the experience of being a – you've been wanted everywhere. You've been traded for every time. Now you get to make the decision, I'm signing here. I'm signing in St. Louis. I mean, that's always got to be a fun thing, right? Like have that – have that opportunity, have that feel for where am I going to find the best opportunity for myself? For sure. I mean, I get it. I'm not signing, you know, I, I haven't signed, you know, some 10 year deal and it hasn't been this grandiose, you know, recruitment process because, you know, that, that, that's the 1% of the 1%, you know, it's very rare, you know, and players, you got to be pretty good to put yourself in that yeah. position, but you know, it's I, the steakhouse or Chick-fil-A. Sure, exactly, which is also still awesome. Like that's I guess what I'm trying to say is even though sure there's there's some stress involved, I think, you know, for me the last couple off seasons, like you said, you know, having teams um, the interest and the feedback we've been getting it has been awesome and you know, I don't take it for granted one bit, you know, getting to 
to sign a major league contract and, and you know, go to a team that, that wants you. So um, overall, the, the process is, is pretty fun and, and, you know, exciting and, and glad it worked out. But um, sure, there are times it's a little stressful, but a lot more, a lot more positive. What drew you back to Philly? Um, I think number one, you know, at least for me, just what's going on right now as far as like, you know, what teams are trying to accomplish. I think I want to, I want to go to a team that's trying to win, you know, and, and I mean that by, you know, doing whatever, having ownerships backing, having, you know, everybody on the same page. And, and um, so that was obviously something I saw. I know the Phillies are, you know, we're trying to, to win it all. And I think that's, that's really cool because, as you know, as a player, like if you perform, you know you want your performance to be rewarded, right? Yeah. Like, um, and and it is a competition. So I think I want to go to a place, and that's why I went to St. Louis last year. You know, they 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 said, hey, like we know your role might be you know this coming in, but you have a chance to play yourself into a bigger role and really help us. And and that was the same message in Philly, and that's that's all I can ask for. You know, is an opportunity to to compete and help a team win. It says more about you that I think you – I'm, I'm not going to go out there and, and, and say something that's false on this, but I'm sure you had other opportunities to go places that were uh, for uh, losing organizations or organizations that had, uh, you know, some need to – you know, maybe a veteran presence, but you're not there to fully sure. win. Um, it, and – you get a lot more playing time. I mean, it just says something about you and what you've had here before, just to just to be in this situation. Yeah, no, I think um, it's kind of that hard balance to strike, right? Because also, too, you know, it's in free agency, really, you know, in my experience, the teams, you know, reach out to you, you know. So uh, I, I think, you know, you never really know what you're going to get. And it's just that's kind of what, why I feel like I've been lucky is the teams that have reached out are teams that are, are super competitive, are, you know, super um, driven and, you know, want to want to go and, and go for it right now. So it's kind of worked out perfectly that the teams over the last two years that have showed interest are teams that, um, you know, have something specific in mind you know with, with their ambitions so i think that was like that fit perfectly i'm like all right this is exactly what i want and then understanding that like on teams that are trying to compete if a guy's performing they got to put him out there yeah you know so um it's one of those things like i want to join the best possible team and then and then go and and you know give it my best effort and um and, and kind of let the chips fall dude i all i know is that i'm excited to have you here based on the fact that you got real stirrups, all this painted crap on, like the the, the stuff <laughs> that we've been seeing all over the the show right now, like the, the the real stirrups you wear. I mean, let's go, like that. That's hot. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and Kutch actually broke out the high ones, so I mm-hmm. told him I was like, shoot, I'm like, if you're going with some of the high ones, I'm like, I'll go with the high ones and see what we got. So yeah, um, I'm not afraid to change the length, you know. Oh, you we'll, got uh, you, you, you gotta. Know. We'll but you're a big low stirrup guy. Um, yeah, you know, I've, I've traditionally I've worn the low ones, but like in Tampa, we had some high ones that I wore for a little bit. Same in Seattle, like it's just kind of you. You know how it is. Every year, things 
you know, you just got to make things make things up as you kind of go. And sometimes if the low serves don't have hits, you got to go to the high ones. Well, so let me let me ask it. you this. This I is didn't make the rules. This is an honest question. Did uh, were you part of the the painted on pants at Clemson? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. So you didn't yeah, really like you didn't really show stirrup though. No, no, we didn't. We wore we wore uh, just like normal socks underneath. They literally were. Uh, the Clemson Cup pants are like tailored, like around your ankles. So yeah. like literally, we would just wear whatever socks, like white socks underneath. Like, um, which I know is super weird, and you know we were the only team that would do that. But that was obviously our, that was our tradition. So, oh, dude, it was. Um, it's phenomenal. It's it's one of those that I wish yeah. you brought back because it's like wearing tights out on the field. <laughs> well, they're literally, I mean, it got, <laughs> we, we got pretty aggressive with, with how low, with how low they were. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was always like, like in high school, I always wore stirrups. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I went to Clemson and, you know, we, we had to wear them down. So then right when I got to Pro Bowl. Well, see for myself, it was like, it, we went to, uh, we would go to Stanford as a little kid and watch all the Stanford games and, and they always wore stirrups. So it was like, um, yeah, that's what I want to do. I'm going to wear stirrups the rest of my that's life. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I love it. When when you look at your time last year with, with St. Louis, obviously you've been with some franchises that have been very successful, uh, some that are up and coming at the times. Uh, but you, you you go into an organization that has a, a Yachty and an Adam Wainwright. You could go with a Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, we could get into the Paul Goldschmidt glove because it's still a phenomenal story. Uh, to me <laughs> – what was it? What was it like going? Because I mean, it, I I find it going to St. Louis is very similar to going to a Philadelphia. Yet last year, without the fans, I don't think it's the same. And no one could say it's the same because you know. Yeah, and that's definitely one of the one of the the teams in the stadiums where I think last year it it, it was it, it was tougher anywhere you go. You know, obviously everywhere is enhanced by the fans, but that is a place like here. That is just like you know the the fans that that's the the whole experience. Yeah. Um, oh. So yeah, it definitely definitely stunk. You know, not being able to have them and like getting to see fans back in the stand this year because there were some cool moments last year. Like Yadi got his 2000th hit, um, you know, and just some other stuff that I really wish you know the fans got to see. Um, but uh, but yeah, great. <laughs> Great place to play, you know, beautiful stadium. I just obviously wished, um, you know, I'm excited when we go back in in, a, in like ten days or like a couple of weeks to uh, to see some fans in there. But yeah, as you know, that's a that's a great place to play. The environment's amazing. Well, you'll know that you have made it in St. Louis if they weren't there for any games, and yet when you go back, you might get a standing no. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Right. Shoot, they are so classy, and they get it. And you know, did you you just saw the when Cole oh, Long returned there, dude? I I've, mean, you know, I that teared guy's up been there since we were drafted, <laughs> and so cool. And, and of course, just like uh, that—that's the thing about about Wayno and Yachty is they both just are first class. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything they do is just they get it, you know, and they see things and they, and they respect the game and they respect their teammates and they just do it the right way. So like, I know that meant a ton, obviously meant a ton to Colton in front of the fans, but just the fact that like Yachty and Adam were giving him that much respect was like, I mean, that's, that's stuff, you know, he'll remember for the rest of his life. Dude. How about the fact that Wayno's the one that was throwing to Yachty 
in game 2000 for Yachty. Course, the other day. Yeah, it's like, sure. I, like really? Yeah. Like, how yeah. does that happen? Yeah. I mean, they're incredible. Honestly, like I, 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 I've played with a lot of incredible players, but, but these two guys are just like, you know, to, to do it for that long at that level with, with one team and having the history of, of, you know, competitiveness and winning it's just it, it's truly special i mean those are hall of fame guys to me you know personally and and professionally oh no doubt i got to i got to play with uh, benji uh for a few years in san francisco yep, yep. so you know the molina family it's very similar all the way through yep. even though that there's a, a big yep. age discrepancy uh in their the love and passion for baseball is real yeah, I mean, they are, you know, I think Yachty even, like, they grew up right next to their baseball field yeah. that they yeah. that they played at. So, yeah. it doesn't surprise me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I honestly felt like, because I knew kind of coming in, right, like, you watch enough, yep. and you're like, man, these, these guys are smart. Like, like, I felt like just stepping on the field, I was like, my attention was, was raised. And, honestly, I learned so much that, like, I'm going to take, you know, with me for the rest of my career, you know, little – little nuggets and just, you know, how they prepare and talk in the game, like things that like, even though it was 60 games in spring training, like I got, I got better being there. Dude. All I know is that your story about the Goldschmidt. So like taking things from there, the Gold the, the Goldschmidt yeah. is, is the funniest <laughs> thing because it's, it's the same. I had the same thing. I had no first base glove. I had this old one. Mm-hmm. that's like minor league glove that someone had that I like stashed away uh, I have to bring it out, and it's like no, 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 no. You get get you something yep. better here, and you know the the exactly. best part is is yours has gold on it, like literally gold. Well, well, that's actually a funny story. Um, it does not have you know obviously Rawlings. You want a gold glove, yeah. you get a gold patch, all that stuff. Well, Goldie's won three, but he of course because he's you know the big fundy, <laughs> and he's just the fu- fundamentally sound. He does not put the gold patch on his glove oh the the flash is real for him the flash is there (laughs) oh exactly it's just so it just says his name it's like the most plain you know glove that gets the job done and you know of course just in in goldie fashion you know the 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 gold glove patch is just normal just the standard rawlings one so which is perfect for me like i ain't trying to flash gold unless i earn it so um so yeah he's no 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 I, I, Nate McClouth had one and I definitely took one of his, uh, his outfield gloves. <laughs> that's awesome. Just to use. That's awesome. Yeah. I dropped everything with it, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're <laughs> talking about good. Paul Goldschmidt, like how plain he is. I mean, he's got special makeups from Nike and they're like, blur. You're like, dude, you could do something wild oh, yeah. with these things. Let's go. I'm pretty sure they had to like, like beg him to just put like PG on him <laughs> or, you know, his number or something. He's just, that's awesome though. That's Goldie. Like he, yep. he just doesn't really care about the stuff, you know, that really doesn't matter. You know, like he, he goes out and just hits a line drive every time or walks and makes every play and, and, and does the right thing. But like, you know, could care less about his shoes or, you know, a lot of the stuff that, that we like. It's unbelievable. The fact that like that they are in town, uh, for this series, and it's like, okay, how much different is this team without without Colton Wong, but with Nolan Arenado? Oh yeah, um, that that seemed like uh, you know I don't know Nolan personally, just from watching him and competing against him, but that seemed like a pretty 
pretty good fit there, you know, just a guy that, that seems super heady, you know, is, is one of the best defenders on the planet. Um, you know, I think, I think he's going to fit right in with that and just kind of feed off of, you know, Yachty and, and all the, um, just kind of feed off the, the, the tone that's set by, by those, by those veteran players. Oh, no doubt. And, you know, for, for Philly fans that have been asking and crushing me for this team does nothing. It's like, it's 12 games. It's 12 games. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's fun as a veteran because you get to experience the highs and lows and you understand what it is. And you guys are very veteran oriented as far as, I mean, games played, right. It doesn't mean about age, but Mm -hmm. the amount of time, what do you think of the 12 games so far and what you've seen as a, uh, as a player, as a Phillies player? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think this stretch has kind of been like a microcosm of like the bigger season. I think, you know, we've done a ton of good things, you know, little things. We've won a bunch of close games, which to me, like, you know, you can be negative and say, oh, well, why are they so close? And it's like, I don't care if they're close or not. Like, I just want to win them. And the fact that, you know, we won some really close games and we battled with, you know, this is our, our competition, you know, including – you know, the other couple teams, but the Braves and the Mets are going to be pretty dang good, you know, and, and we're going to be battling them all year. So, um, so this was a great, a great little starting test, you know, where we can now go after 12 games or, or whatever and say, okay, what do we do? Well, what didn't we do? Well, where do we got to step it up? You know, what do we got to tweak here and there? Um, just kind of like everybody doing that on like an individual level and, and, um, you know, the rain out yesterday is a good day to kind of take a breath and, and reassess. And now we got a big series against against the Cardinals. So um, I, I've just been, you know, the, w- winning the close games is huge. Like we're going to go on tears where we're just going to be, you know, scoring a ton of runs and beating the crap out of teams. But um, but to win the close games says a lot. How about the fact that I, I, I don't know if you're privy to this last year when you guys, uh, the Phillies did not hit a home run in a game. They went two and 14. Which is incredible to think. There were wow. 16 games in 60 games that they didn't hit a homer. It, it, it's a lot of homers they hit. Uh, mm-hmm. You already won three so far this season. Yep. That I, – I, I'm not trying to draw like, oh, this team's so much better. But there's something about finding ways, like you said, in the close games. No doubt. Because well, as you got to experience, those are playoff games. Well, yeah, as you know, like you just can't rely on home hitting a home run is like the hardest thing to do in the game, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you can't rely on consistently hitting a ton of homers. Like that is something that, like, obviously, you know, we have intent to drive the baseball and do damage, but like if you're just sitting around waiting for a home run, you know, then you might be waiting for a little bit. Whereas if you can do the little things and you know beat out that double play to keep the inning going and stuff like that then then the home run comes and it enhances what you already have but if the home run doesn't come you still can win a game 2-1 you know you pitch well you play good defense you know so um that's something that i've been really impressive impressed with is our is our pitching um in general you know the pitchers are 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 going to be um you know really solid you know they they've looked sharp and um, and all that. So I think you're right. Like, you know, being able to, to, to manufacture runs and win games when we don't hit the homers, the home runs are, are going to come. Yeah. I mean, our, our yeah. lineup and our position player group is, is, is solid, but um, yeah, you got to find ways to win differently. 
What was your favorite? What What's been your favorite part so far of fans being back? Whether it's been at Citizens Bank or at Truce Park or at City Field, uh, what What's been like the number one? Um, favorite park? You said? No, just like the favorite fan experience so far, having them back in there. Uh, well, I will say this: just being on the road in Atlanta, um, I don't know if it's like the acoustics of that place. Um, I, I loved obviously opening day, like immediately the the Braves getting their lineup read and everybody just crushing every player, like booing. I love that. Like, <laughs> and that's awesome. Like, hey, this is our house. Set the tone. Like, no, like we are not cheering for you. You know, we want to kick your ass. Like that was awesome. Yep. Um, but the Braves place is just, and I know they were only at like, I don't know, 20% or 25% capacity, but that place was so loud. I don't know if it's like how they designed it or the buildings or something, but, um, but it was just so loud. Um, in New York, it was kind of bad weather. So I, you know, it wasn't, no, I don't just think New it was York. their best. Yeah, it was just, and it was, and it was cold and stuff, but, but yeah, it's amazing. Honestly, it's amazing just to kind of have that, that dynamic back, um, it, even if it's not full stadiums yet. I'm sure you saw the Bryce clip, right? With the, the fan yelling Acuna and all this stuff and he's yelling back and the guy's mm-hmm. trying to get his, Yeah, it, it drew me back and I told the story on the radio and I was like, I think Brad Miller played in that game. And you did, you raked, you went three for three in a game in Seattle on a Sunday game. Iwakuma was pitching against, uh, uh, Tanner Roark. And okay. I don't know yeah, if you yeah, remember yeah. this, but Bryce was on deck in his first at bat, and this guy in the okay. stands was just crushing Harper! Just crushing him from, like, just yep. the, the most annoying thing. And he comes up, yep. and he's like, you suck, he's going all the... Bryce hit one off the uh, the sweets, off the glass, right? In his first yeah, at off bat. Yeah, off a bimo, yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I remember that. He did series. it the second time. Bludgeoned. Oh, yep. oh, dude! And this guy was worn out. And I just remember that because it's weird. I remember that you had you were like, and I had to look it up. It was three for three day for you. Your bad. Um, but I knew you were playing shortstop <laughs> that day uh, because and it was we got my, swept. You, yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was after King Felix's uh, the, the the whatever King Felix corner that we got to experience yeah, for the yeah, first yeah, time, yeah, and we court. shut that up. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I remember is you guys left and you guys hit like 13 home runs or 12 <laughs> home runs. And like Seiko, Seiko was playing pretty big. And you guys made it look like a little league field. Yeah. Bryce had a couple. Oh, Desmond dude. Bryce had a couple. Had... Ramos. Yeah. You know what? Guess, like, guess how many I ABs I had in that series. I don't know. Zero. Yep. That's a big zero, zero. for me. <laughs> <laughs> You missed out on all the fun, then. I was, um, dude. I had the, I had the greatest time though, because you have no like. Look, when you're older, and you're getting there in that time, you're still young, but you love to win, and you love like you love bludgeoning teams, and that was like that yeah. was one experience, one road trip that I will never forget because like everything yep. was rolling. Yep. Yeah, and I just remember, you know, like you said, you, you you crushed Felix, and then you 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 know you won pretty big um but i just remember you guys left and like you know how it is like usually when you lose teams are pissed and they're like ah oh, these guys are terrible like yeah. we could have got them <laughs> i remember just just the just how bad you guys beat us that was in um that was in 13 or 14 14 14 and 14 and 14 i remember being like 
no, that, like all of us were kind of like, that team is way better than us. And shoot, they probably like, they were our, you guys were our favorites to win it. We're yeah. Like, yeah. So are we they, in our they, minds. If they play like that, like, I don't think anybody said, you know, has a chance. Yeah. But it's it just like, it's just funny because you get the fans, you get everyone, everyone has those ex- expectations and everything, but then you get the people talking trash and I, and I bring it back to the Bryce because it's like wherever you go, you know when Bryce is up because p- p- people are booing. That dude just like – I just yeah. love watching him shut everybody up. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's uh, – we said something. Every time they hear the overrated chant, it's like, oh, God, here goes Bryce. He's gonna I'm telling on line. air, like, say it louder, please. Please get louder. Say it. Because it's just like – it only yep. ignites them even more. It's like, come on, guys. Like, you, you know who you're prodding right now. Yep. Have you ever been yep. around anybody yeah, exactly. else that you played with that gets that kind of treatment that that steps up? But you're going, yeah, that's that's just a different dude. No, he just gets it everywhere. I mean, it's 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 you know, it's pure jealousy. It's kinda, everywhere. Really, yeah, and it's not original. Like we're like, oh wow, you're gonna <laughs> boo Bryce. Oh, like he's never heard it. Like, but they're just, it's really just not a smart thing to do because yeah, he has this incredible ability to just rise to the occasion. You know, he really is. Like I tell, I tell like he's the most one of the most exciting guys to watch like he's yeah. an entertainer like yes and i know baseball is really hard and everything but like every time he's hitting it's it's must watch you know you have to lock in and just because he might do something you've never seen before he might he might hit a ball off of a place of the stadium you've never seen or as hard like it's just he's a he is an entertainer if i had the pure hatred i did it for a fan base right like if they were out if i was out there and i was the whole fan base i would tell them Give him a standing no in his first at bat. See what happens. <laughs> flip it, flip yeah, you it might on throw him. Off. I like that. Right? I like that. What, well, what do you think teams, he would do? Teams, he kills. Right? Like I know he kills the Braves. It's oh. like they need to try something different. I would, I would literally try just to get the whole place to like, standing no. See what happens. See if we can get into his head that like I'd be questioning myself. Getting like, why are they doing that? Like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, it's funny, um, but uh, but yeah, he he just has a way. He just if, if he touches it, it's gonna it's gonna go somewhere, and it's gonna go somewhere fast. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Brad. Well, I appreciate you coming on Pine Tower for breakfast, talking shop a little bit, and uh, I can't wait for the wave after a home run up to me in the booth. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Why Let's not make go. it tonight? That would be fun, huh? Ooh. We got a caller. We got a 1.27 p.m. on April 16th caller. That's what's wow. happening. Wow. Let's go. Let's and go. by the way, we're going to play this back if it happens. Just let you know. Of course. Of right. course. Let's, yeah, let's put it in the atmosphere. But uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're the man, dude. And that is Brad Miller of your Philadelphia Phillies. And I thank him for coming on, as I always do, because, uh, yeah, when you're awesome and you're a great interview, good person, good stories, it's all on. And that's another episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast. I appreciate you guys listening. At Kevin Franzen on Twitter, anything you want to hear, ask or anything to any player that we get on, let me know. Peace. Kevin Franzen out of here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever 
or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.